Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge and our World Baseball Classic Mega Preview. You asked for it, we deliver. I, of course, am the coach, and this is your daily sports betting brand of record powered, as always, by the almighty sports line. The best value in all of sports betting, and it's not close. Now, for those of you not familiar with the World Baseball Classic, it is 20 teams. Four groups of five. The top two from each group advances. Some of the games we've played in Taiwan, Tokyo Dome, those places also here in the United States, in Phoenix, and in Miami. So what did I do? I said, well, I need a, a name and a face that you would recognize. Then how about we bring out a new, young star in the world of sports betting, and he's on our team. I've been telling you about him for weeks, and you didn't think I was delivered. Snake, bring in the stars of the show. First and foremost, from CBS, we work together here. He is Matthew, Matthew Steiner. Welcome back to the Early Edge. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you. Good to be back. Great to have you back. And then the man right above you, he's always in the chat. He's always giving out great plays. I found him on social media because I thought he was so good. And I said, I got to get that man in our crew. Amax, welcome to your very first but not last Early Edge show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Coach. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and uh, getting, getting our feet wet with the WBC, and then we'll be heading into the baseball season sooner than we know it. So thanks for having me. It's such a great time when the WBC, guys, right? When it comes, it's normally every four years, but because of the pandemic, it got pushed back. So it's been, what, six years since we've had a World Baseball Classic 2017-2017. So here we go. Let's jump right in. Storylines to uh, that could affect the betting lines a little bit. And Amax, I'm going to start with you because unlike all of the new rules that have been changed, and so many people have their opinions about them, a lot of those rules will not be implemented in the WBC. You're up first. Talk to me. Yeah, well, uh, you've probably seen me going crazy on Twitter about the pitch clock and all the different rule changes. So with WBC, we're not going to have um, any of those new rules for 2023 instituted. They'll be basically using all the MLB rules from last season. So there's no pitch clock. Um, there's still shifts allowed. The bases are going to be the same size as last year, you know, not these, these larger bases. And then some stuff to look at um, are going to be the pitch counts. So this is one of the bigger things that we have to look at as in pool play, the, the pitch count is going to be around 50 pitches. Um, and then you're, you're going to need a bunch of days rest. So it's really going to be more on the bullpens as we get started and go through pool play, uh, much more focus on the bullpens there. And then as we get into the semifinals and the championship, those numbers of pitch count is actually going to go up. So the starters are going to be able to have a bit of a longer leash and uh, the bullpens may take a, a bit of a smaller role. So, um, you know, looking for those rule changes to not be instituted and uh, the pitch counts there, like I said, are, are going to play a big role for us. Yeah, Major League Baseball is really into the World Baseball Classic. It really adds to the fever pitch interest of baseball around the world, but they don't want their pitchers blowing out their arms before the regular season even starts. Now, it's funny, Matthew, that AMAGs mentioned pitchers because there's a very interesting story 
that most people probably don't remember or don't even know about because it happened six years ago. Who am I talking about and what happened? Marcus Stroman, a big game pitcher. Throughout his career, he's made a lot of big starts, and he stepped up for the most part. And in 2017, remember, USA won. He was actually the MVP of the entire World Baseball Classic for USA. He threw six scoreless innings in Dodger Stadium against Puerto Rico for the championship. His mother is Puerto Rican, and he is pitching again, but this time it's not for USA. It's for Puerto Rico. So, if they advance, and as Amag said, once we advance past pool play and you get down toward the championship, starting pitchers can extend a little bit more. It's later in the spring. Teams will be okay with their starting pitchers going five or six innings, uh, what have you. It would be very interesting if Puerto Rico and USA advanced and Stroman faced USA after being a big reason <laughs> they won the tournament in 2017. I love what I like to call storylines within the betting lines uh, or underneath the umbrella. you got brands within the brand. That's a great storyline to keep our eye on. Now, we're going to keep it very, very simple on this particular show. I told you there are four pools. There are five teams in each pool. The top two will advance. All right? So that's all we're going to do. Tell me who's going to win, who's going to advance, and then we will pick a winner at the very end of the show. Make sense? Everybody good? All right, so let's go. Snake, I want to start with Pool A. Here are the five teams. Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. And Cuba is the betting favorite at plus 125 to come out of this Pool A. So, Amags, let's start with you. Who do you like winning this pool, and what two teams do you think will advance? All right, so I went with Cuba up top to uh, to win the pool here. Um, I just think that adding the MLB talent, allowing those guys – uh, that have defected and usually are not allowed on the international team to now allow them to play. I think it's going to make a difference for them. So I'm going to take Cuba up top. And then um, I kind of split the difference with Chinese Taipei and Netherlands. I think both of them you know, could definitely uh, sneak into the second spot there. Um, but uh, Cuba up top for me. And Matty, you agree with the same two teams, but yeah. maybe in a different order? Yeah, I'm going to go with Netherlands. I mean, I think it's a it's a toss-up, maybe even between three. This is actually the closest pool for me. I think if you ranked the, all 20 teams, the five teams in this pool would probably be somewhere between 8 and 15, where every other pool has teams in the top five and teams in the bottom five. So this one is probably the closest. Netherlands by a nose, kind of a toss-up, kind of a gut feeling. I do think that Xander Bogarts for the Netherlands is the best player in this pool. Not that it's like basketball and one player can dominate it. And, and Cuba does, as Amags mentioned, Luis Robert, Yoan Moncada, Yoan Cespedes is actually playing for Cuba. Uh, Netherlands has got guys like Jerks and Profar. His brother also is playing, actually, so that's fun. Jonathan Scope, Anderson Simmons. A uh, little Major League flavor in there. I'll go with Netherlands, but I'm not really confident about it. It's one of those two for me. Yeah, I'm so glad you bring up a lot of these Major League Baseballs because I live about 20 minutes from Angel Stadium. I do a spot every week on Roger Lodge's radio show, which he is uh, the pregame host of the Angels. And the players that are playing, Mike Trout, the show, they're into this World Baseball Classic. It seems like way more than before, but it just seems like all the players are in, especially those that play near where I live. All right. Now, this will also be the first group that you can bet on because this uh, Group A plays in Taiwan. They start next Wednesday, the first group on uh, March 8th. So that'll be the first group. Now, let's move on to Pool B. They'll be uh, playing their games at the Tokyo Dome. 
By the way, a little known fact, I used to stay at the Tokyo Dome Hotel when I would do WWE shows in Japan at least five or six times. I love Tokyo. So they start their games on Thursday, March 9th. It is Japan, Korea, Australia, China, uh, and the Czech Republic. And you saw the odds on your screen. So, Matty, let's start with you. Who do you like to win? And what two teams will advance? Yeah, I've got Japan winning and Korea second place. I thought this was probably the easiest one to pick because you have one of the best teams in the tournament, if not the best in Japan, uh, along with Korea, a very good team. And then three, maybe maybe arguably the three worst teams in the tournament, which again, worse, it's, it's relative. They're, they're quality ball clubs when you talk about the international stage. But Japan is... We can talk about them in a little bit more because I've got them going a little further, but Japan is completely loaded. I mean, we know about you, Darvish and Shohei Otani heading up the pitching staff. We know about Otani's bat also in the middle lineup, but they've got some other major superstars as well. I like Japan a lot in this tournament. Can you imagine the atmosphere, guys, when Shohei shows up in Japan after the last <laughs> couple of seasons he's had? It's going to be amazing. Amax, why do you agree with Matty? So, yeah, I went with Japan uh, to win this pool as well, and then Korea right behind them. Um, you look at MPB and, and the KBO, the, the stars that they put out, we've seen them transition to the MLB and, and do well. Um, so the, the talent level for those guys and the, the talent pools that these two teams are pulling from are, are like Matt said, well, well ahead of the other three teams in the division. Um, a, a small note on China is that uh, they supposedly haven't really been playing too often um, all the COVID restrictions and everything there. So I think that may actually be the worst team in the tournament. Um, we've seen some folks say that the Czech might be the, the worst team, but, um, you know, I, I, as Matt said, they're all three, Australia, China, and Czech, probably the worst there. Um, but uh, I think that the Czech may actually be just a little bit better than China here. So agreed with Matt. Okay, so you both agree Japan should win, and then Korea will advance again. The top two teams from each pool will advance to the quarterfinals. All right, we've got two more pools to get to, but before we do that, you know I got to pay these bills. We're expensive. You guys know that. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. USA. USA. <laughs> That's where we have arrived, Pool C, and we're coming back stateside. Here are the odds. The United States, the defending WPC Classic Champions, they are a robust minus 400 to win this pool with Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. They will play their games at the Diamondbacks Chase Field in Phoenix in their first game, uh, 311 to 313. So that is March. I don't know why I keep saying 311 because that's what I wrote down. It is. We're already in March. We're already in March. All right. So, Amax, let me start with you because with the United States being such an overwhelming favorite, I assumed you both would take the United States, but I would love to know why for the people at home and also what two teams are advancing for you. Amax, go first. Yeah, so um, yeah, I went with USA up top. Uh, you look at the, the lineup for USA, and this is kind of uh, when you get to pool C and D, this is kind of where you start to see these Herculean lineups, right? You have all-star after all-star after all-star. We finally get Mike Trout back on Team USA, so excited to see him play. Um, and like I said, you know, the infield is star studded. The outfield is the, the only kind of, I guess, caveat to Team USA is that they lost some really good pitchers in Clayton Kershaw and Nestor Cortez. And when you look at the pitching rotation compared um, even to teams like Japan and, um, you know, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, I just don't know if USA has the horses in terms of pitching. So I think they're going to win this this pool and, and get out of the, the pool here. 
Um, just not entirely sure how much further they can go with the pitching that they have. So I went with USA up top, and then I had Mexico uh, advancing as well. They, they've got some good MLB talent there. Verduyo, uh, Jose Arias. Uh, I think there's some, there's some good players that can help them move on as well. And you know, Maddie, when you talk about from a betting perspective, which is what this show is all about, you can't bet minus 400. It's just it's no. idiotic if you do it and they don't win. You're like, what did I just do? So we can't do that. But just from an information standpoint, because we can use this as perhaps when they get farther in the, the WBC. Why do you like the United States? And you also like Mexico, just like Amex. Yeah, I, USA is going to win it, and Mexico is the second best team there. Uh, I think the one thing that you could say about USA, as he mentioned, is starting pitching is kind of a problem, or at least it will be if when they advance. But to go back to the storyline that Amex brought up at the top of the show, it, starting pitching isn't nearly as important at the start of the tournament because they're capped anyway. USA has a good deep bullpen. He, he mentioned Mike Trout, but USA's lineup, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Alonzo, Kyle Tucker, Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts. Uh, it's, it just goes on and on and on. Will Smith and JT Real Muto are the catchers. It's a ridiculously loaded lineup. So even if starting pitching is a problem in the early going, if they're taking on Teams like a team like Canada, for example, I feel like they're just going to knock the ball around the yard so much. It's not going to matter as much. So informationally should be a cakewalk in the early rounds. But, yeah, I do think the starting pitching will catch up to them once they get out of pool play. Maybe this should be a good time to bring up one of the other rules that will be in place, and that's the mercy rule. It'll be 10 runs after seven innings, 15 runs after five. And teams really like to get to that so they can shorten and not have to use as much pitching, right? It's one of those big things. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> It really is. It really, really is. to get out of there pretty quick. You're damn right. All right, we got five teams left. One more pool. It is Pool D. And this is where we find Puerto Rico, Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, uh, Israel, and Nicaragua. So an interesting array of teams, the Dominican Republic, as you would expect, they are the fairly heavy favorites at minus 250 to come out of this particular uh, grouping. Now, you guys agree on the winner, but not on who will advance. So, Maddie, let's start with you. What two teams do you like? Well, I've, I've got Dominican Republic as the winner here. And I mean, good Lord, if you go through that lineup and you just start saying some of Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Vladimir Guerrero, uh, Manny Machado, <laughs> Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Jeremy Pena, we, we could just keep going on and on. They're so loaded. They've got Sandy Alcantara atop the rotation as well. So they've got a Cy Young winner, a lineup full of MVPs. That felt like an easy pick, but not that easy because this pool is really loaded. I Israel is probably the fourth best team in this pool, and they could compete for second in, in Pool A. Uh, this Venezuela and Puerto Rico are both really loaded with major league talent. I'm going to go with Puerto Rico. It was kind of a gut feeling. Uh, they do have a lot of talent there with Javier Baez and Francisco Lindor and a lot of other players that we've heard of. Uh, how about the Diaz brothers at the back end of the bullpen with Edwin Diaz? Oh, by the way, and his brother, Alexis Diaz, who took over as Reds closer late last year. He'll be the setup man for his brother. And Yadier Molina is their manager, by the way. Maybe there's a little bit of magic there. But I'm going with Puerto Rico as the second team advancing. Venezuela is great as well, though. All right, Pool D playing their games A-Mags in Miami at Marlins Stadium. And that's a fairly easy flight for four of them, but I don't know how far Israel is from Miami. But I'm guessing it takes a minute to get there. A-Mags, who do you like in this one? Yeah, so I went with uh, the Dominican Republic up top. 
as Matt said, just a, a star-studded lineup full of MVPs. You've got Sandy Alcantara there uh, and then a Cy Young winner to kind of lead their their pitching staff. And they are pretty pretty loaded as you get you know through the rest of that staff and into the bullpen. So um, have to put them up top as the winner. And then I went with Venezuela actually as my my second team here. I really do think between the the top three, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, you could put any one of them as the winner, any one of them as coming in second, and no one would really be able to to argue with you on it. They're they're all uh, great teams, but I went with Venezuela just because they've got Acuna, they've got Altuve, uh, you've got Salvi behind the plate. Glaber Torres has been doing really well uh, during spring training. I saw him pop a home run the other day. So uh, you put the lineup of Venezuela there. Uh, and then you've got Luis Garcia, um, Pablo Lopez, Jesus Lazardo, uh, you know, just the, the pitching staff for them as well as a plethora of MLB arms. So uh, I went with Venezuela as my second team. Yeah, DR up top. Agreed with Matt. For all of you degenerates out there, depending on the sports book that you use, you can make a million different bets. You can bet on the two teams to advance. You can bet on who to advance. You can say, what's the order going to be? You can do everything. And get a little bit creative because it can be fun. I say it all the time here on the Early Edge. Everything doesn't have to be serious when it comes to sports betting. It just well, and I'll say on this pool, uh, along with USA and Japan, this pool, and I think I bet you Amex agrees with me. This pool has the three of the top five teams: USA and Japan, and then these three in this pool. It's three of the top five. Very, very good information. Great information. Hopefully, you guys are writing it down. But. We haven't even given you a best bet yet. We've given you all our leans, all the information. But now the semifinals will be played uh, in Miami. The finals will be played in Miami. The quarterfinals will be played at the Tokyo Dome for A and B and in Miami for C and D. So there's going to be some teams that will never have to leave Miami, perhaps, and play all of their games there. That could absolutely happen. So, gentlemen, we're going to jump right to the winners of this whole damn thing and here are the odds for that the betting favorites barely the dominican republic then there you see the united states right behind japan close and then a little bit of separation down to puerto rico at plus 650 a max i'm going to start with you out of these 20 teams in just a couple of weeks who's going to raise the trophy in your mind yeah so i went with uh you know the, the Dominican Republic, as we just talked about, they're star-studded. And I think if you're going to take any of the three teams there at the top, I'd go with the Dominican Republic. Um, the odds, as we saw, you know, between those top three are, are fairly slim to each other there. So um, I went with the DR, and I think that their pitching in the end is going to be able to, to help them um, outlast some of the other teams. And then the, the bats are just going to be too difficult to get around um, for some of these, these pitching staffs as they maybe get a bit more depleted. So uh, I went with those two. Um, and then I did throw in, uh, if you wanted to take a more of a long shot, Cuba uh, is out there at plus 4,000 on uh, on FanDuel. So uh, I grabbed them as well. Just like I said, like them to get out of their division. And they could actually miss Japan and um, the winners, uh, the winner and the the runner up of the uh, of D there. So I, I like the way that Cuba could kind of get to the finals uh, if you want to take them as a as a long shot. Amex brings up a great, great point. Look at the brackets because so many people, whether it's March Madness, they sometimes I'll see people pick the same two teams from the same pool and bet on. I'm like, they can't possibly meet in the finals of the same pool. So be very careful. Do a little bit of homework. My guys will do the work for you, but come on. We can only lead the horse to water. 
we can't help you drink. All right, now, Maddie, final pick on the show. And I'm not reading Dominican Republic from you. Who no, you? I'm – yeah. I, I'm a fan of Dominican Republic. I think they're great. But I'm, I'm heavy on Japan here. I think that their floor is higher than almost anybody because they're such a well-rounded team. And you think – in these small samples like this, an offense can get cold. And we've seen it so many times in Major League Baseball where you see lineups with all these big-time hitters and they just can't buy a hit for the life of them. Uh, Japan has essentially four aces. It's a, you've got, We already mentioned Darvish and, Darvish and Otani. They've also got players named Yoshi Yamamoto and Roki Sasaki who are essentially aces in their own right. So they've got four aces. Offensively, they've got an anchor to the lineup named uh, – his last name is Murikama – he won MVP last year in Nippon Professional Baseball, which is Japan's main league, with 56 homers and 134 RBIs in 141 games. He's the middle of that lineup with Otani, but they also have a lot of team speed, several guys who can steal a lot of bases. They have great defensive catchers behind the plate who will work with that pitching staff. So I feel like they're best suited to withstand any kind of a small sample slump here. I like Japan a lot. I'm going to take them to win it. I'm just anxious to see all these teams, especially the Asian teams, because I think those are the best atmospheres in all of baseball, all around the world, whether it's Korea, Japan, they just know how to rock and get after it. So we only have two best bets for the entire show. Maddie is on Japan plus 280, and Amags is on the Dominican Republic to win the whole thing at plus 200, Cuba to win pool A plus 115. And if you want a fun long shot, just a little sprinkle, how about Cuba plus 4,000? to win the whole thing as well. Gentlemen, I'll be calling you over the course of the next month. You know, we have a little daily show that I'd love to have game picks on. Would you guys be open to that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. of course. Then let's go. I need my single because we don't go an hour, hour and a half like everybody else. We get in and we get out. So with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your mind. Let's take all of these world baseball classic tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. A-Mag's new to the crew. My man, Matty Snyder, whenever I call, he picks up. And, of course, Snake, always behind the scenes on the ones and the twos. I am the coach. It doesn't matter the day, the time, the sport. We're here because we grind for you so we can win with you right here at the early edge. Good luck.